This is the LifeSpring One-Year Bible coming to you from Riverside, California and podcasting since 2004. I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. It's the Law Monday and we'll read Deuteronomy 23 through 25. And I'm sorry to do this, but there will be no commentary after the reading today. I told you yesterday during the prayer segment that I'm having surgery on the 13th of this month. Well, the situation that the surgery will be correcting is giving me quite a bit of uh, discomfort today. So if you don't mind, I'm going to take a break. Uh, We'll have the reading and then I'll just sign off after the reading. Hopefully tomorrow it'll have calmed down and we can get back to a normal show. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for your understanding on that. I appreciate it. Before we read, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you and we thank you for your word. We thank you for your law that uh, shows us uh, that you are a holy God. I pray, God, that as we read today, you would teach us. And I pray, God, that you would uh, touch my body and uh, take the the discomfort away. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, uh, we're going to go right into the reading. And after that, it will just uh, be the end of the show. So I'll say thank you for being here today. I appreciate you, and until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Deuteronomy chapter 23 No man whose testicles are crushed or whose penis is cut off can belong to the Lord's assembly. No one born of an illegitimate marriage can belong to the Lord's assembly either. Not even the tenth generation of such children can belong to the Lord's assembly. Ammonites and Moabites can't belong to the Lord's assembly. Not even the tenth generation of such people can belong to the Lord's assembly as a rule because they didn't help you with food or water on your journey out of Egypt and because they hired Balaam, Beor's son, from Pethor of Mesopotamia to curse you. But the Lord your God wasn't interested in listening to Balaam. The Lord your God turned that curse into a blessing because the Lord your God loves you. So don't be concerned with their health and well-being as long as you live. Don't detest Edomites because they are your relatives. Don't detest Egyptians because you were immigrants in their land. Children born to them are permitted to belong to the Lord's assembly, starting with the third generation. When you were camped in battle against your enemies, guard yourself from every possible evil. If an individual in the camp becomes polluted due to a nighttime emission, he must exit the camp area and not re-enter. When the next evening arrives, he must wash with water, and when the sun sets, he can come back to the camp. The latrines must be outside the camp. You will use them there, outside the camp. Carry a shovel with the rest of your gear. Once you have relieved yourself, use it to dig a hole, then refill it, covering your excrement. Do these things because the Lord your God travels with you, right in the middle of your camp, ready to save you and to hand your enemies over to you. For this reason, your camp must be holy. The Lord must not see anything indecent among you, or He will turn away from you. Don't return slaves to owners if they've escaped and come to you. They can stay with you, in your own community or in any place they select from one of your cities, whatever seems good to them. Don't oppress them. No Israelite daughter is allowed to be a consecrated worker. Neither is any Israelite son allowed to be a consecrated worker. Don't bring a female prostitute's fee or a male prostitute's payment to the Lord your God's temple to pay a solemn promise, because both of these things are detestable to the Lord your God. Don't charge your fellow Israelites interest, whether on money, provisions, or anything one might loan. You can charge foreigners interest, but not your fellow Israelite. 
Do this so that the Lord your God blesses you in all your work on the land you are entering to possess. When you make a promise to the Lord your God, don't put off making good on it, because the Lord your God will certainly be expecting it from you. Delaying would make you guilty. Now, if you simply don't make any promises, you won't be guilty of anything. But whatever you say, you should be sure to make good on, exactly according to the promise you freely made to the Lord your God, because you promised it with your own mouth. If you go into your neighbor's vineyard, you can eat as many grapes as you like, until full, but don't carry any away in a basket. If you go into your neighbor's grain field, you can pluck ears by hand, but you aren't allowed to cut off any of your neighbor's grain with a sickle. Deuteronomy chapter 24 When a man takes a wife and marries her, and it happens that she finds no favor in his eyes because he has found some uncleanness in her, and he writes her a certificate of divorce, puts it in her hand and sends her out of his house, when she is departed from his house and goes and becomes another man's wife, if the latter husband detests her and writes her a certificate of divorce, puts it in her hand and sends her out of his house, or if the latter husband dies who took her as his wife, then the former husband who divorced her must not take her back to be his wife after she has been defiled, for it is an abomination before the Lord, and you shall not bring sin on the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. When a man has taken a new wife, he shall not go out to war or be charged with any business. He shall be free at home one year, and bring happiness to his wife whom he has taken. No man shall take the lower or the upper millstone in pledge, for he takes one's living in pledge. If a man is found kidnapping any of his brethren of the children of Israel, and mistreats him or sells him, then that kidnapper shall die, and you shall put away the evil from among you. Take heed in an outbreak of leprosy that you carefully observe and do according to all that the priests, the Levites, shall teach you, just as I commanded them, so you shall be careful to do. Remember what the Lord your God did to Miriam on the way when you came out of Egypt. When you lend your brother anything, you shall not go into his house to get his pledge. You shall stand outside, and the man to whom you lend shall bring the pledge out to you. And if the man is poor, you shall not keep his pledge overnight. You shall in any case return the pledge to him again when the sun goes down, that he may sleep in his own garment and bless you, and it shall be righteousness to you before the Lord your God. You shall not oppress a hired servant who is poor and needy, whether one of your brethren or one of the aliens who is in your land within your gates. Each day you shall give him his wages, and not let the sun go down on it, for he is poor and has set his heart on it, lest he cry out against you to the Lord and it be a sin to you. Fathers shall not be put to death for their children, nor shall children be put to death for their fathers. A person shall be put to death for his own sin. You shall not pervert justice due to the stranger or the fatherless, nor take a widow's garment as a pledge. But you shall remember that you were a slave in Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you from there. Therefore I command you to do this thing. When you reap your harvest in your field, and forget a sheaf in the field, you shall not go back to get it. It shall be for the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. When you beat your olive trees, you shall not go over the boughs again. It shall be for the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow. When you gather the grapes of your vineyard, you shall not glean it afterward. It shall be for the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow. And you shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. 
Therefore, I command you to do this thing. Deuteronomy chapter 25 Suppose two Israelites go to court to settle a dispute, and one is declared innocent and the other guilty. If the guilty one is sentenced to be beaten, the judge is to make him lie face downward and have him whipped. The number of lashes will depend on the crime he has committed. He may be given as many as forty lashes, but no more. More than that would humiliate him publicly. Do not muzzle an ox when you are using it to thresh grain. If two brothers live on the same property, and one of them dies, leaving no son, then his widow is not to be married to someone outside the family. It is the duty of the dead man's brother to marry her. The first son that they have will be considered the son of the dead man, so that his family line will continue in Israel. But if the dead man's brother does not want to marry her, she is to go before the town leaders and say, My husband's brother will not do his duty. He refuses to give his brother a descendant among the people of Israel. Then the town leaders are to summon him and speak to him. If he still refuses to marry her, his brother's widow is to go up to him in the presence of the town leaders, take off one of his sandals, spit in his face, and say, This is what happens to the man who refuses to give his brother a descendant. His family will be known in Israel as the family of the man who had his sandal pulled off. If two men are having a fight, and the wife of one tries to help her husband by grabbing hold of the other man's genitals, show her no mercy, cut off her hand. Do not cheat when you use weights and measures. Use true and honest weights and measures, so that you may live a long time in the land the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord hates people who cheat. Remember what the Amalekites did to you as you were coming from Egypt. They had no fear of God, and so they attacked you from the rear when you were tired and exhausted, and killed all who were straggling behind. So then, when the Lord your God has given you the land and made you safe from all your enemies who live around you, be sure to kill all the Amalekites so that no one will remember them any longer. Do not forget. LifeSpring Media bringing the message of hope, love, and good news since 2004.